This is a beer with Bunzarelli. When I'm watching now, that's ridiculously good. Is the Beatles thing you turned me on? To. Yes. Freaking crazy. So I'm at the point because you've seen it all. I'm two episodes in. I'm yeah. At the point, the first episode is when they do the song "Get Back." Yeah, the when they invented. Yeah. Which was the coolest thing I've ever. I sent a buddy of mine, and he plays he plays instruments too. I sent a buddy of mine, older guy that plays instruments. You think he'd be so excited? He's like, "Oh no, man, I don't like the Beatles. I like blah blah blah." I'm like, "No, it doesn't. Who cares what you like? I don't. I don't. I've never owned a Beatles album in my life." I says, but you're going to watch this guy make up this song on the fly in air on the fly. You're <laughs> going to stressed see out process. <laughs> he's stressed out. And he even says, he's, he's like, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Like it's out there already. Like the song actually exists. It's so funny. He just has to find it. And he just does. And he hits it. And right when he hits it, Ringo gets up, George gets up. I get up. Everybody's cheering and they, <laughs> they grab instruments. And, and, and <laughs> they grab instruments. Yeah. And I didn't watch, there was actually a second YouTube video to it. But the first time you sent it to me, it didn't auto start the next one or I didn't watch the next one mm-hmm. where it showed John Lennon coming in yeah. and sitting down. And you can see that. You can see by the pace he's walking, like he sees too that that something happened. We found something. So you see that one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the magic. Was, it's the creation of a song. It's- yeah. The creation of the song in itself, just that fact that we knew it. But for it to be such a big song. And then we're watching the movie too, and they're kids, and they're not even kids. They're like further along than you know. They've already been in it for a little bit. They already did like the fifties pop look thing yeah. where they had the the matching haircuts. They they're past that. They've had and they've they're even past um Sergeant Pepper. So they're like into it. They're not kids, but I think of Paul McCartney and John Lennon like these, you know, because I grew up hearing about them. So I think like these mythical things. I've never seen John Lennon talk more than two words no that was the life. most i've ever seen them it's like i've never now i see like i see what he's like as a person i see them all talking as people and it was so cool and they're younger than us and i was watching it i was like the second episode in and dad came up to visit because you know how dad is he always likes some tv on so i'm like have hey, us watching yeah. this if you don't mind he goes oh hey Started us all over. I go, I'll do it. <laughs> we started all over from the beginning <laughs> and we watched it. We just, the part where he creates that song, because he's just like, and he's going yeah. all over the place. So as he's finding the song, you're like, oh, you're almost there. You almost got it, Paul. Just yeah. keep going. It's like you're watching. Yeah. And then he gets the words right away. As soon as he hits the riff, yeah. the words come, come, he's like, get back. You're like, holy. F-. Yeah. <laughs> get back. <laughs> and it's the only word he's got. He's just like, get back. They fill oh, in. Yeah, and they're humming. I love how they're humming and they're just, and that's such a smart thing because I used to jam out with friends and, you know, we'd have a few too many. So we'd be trying to, to make songs and stuff. And it never dawned on me to stick with a couple words and then just hum the other ones. Oh, <laughs> so there's you a, think of the rest. I won't tell you this song. So it's, to not spoil it for you, but there's one part where yeah. some somebody's writing a song. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, that, yeah. I'm in the second episode. So I seen that. Yeah. I forget what song it was. But something. Online, okay. You saw it. Something. He goes, reminds me of a pomegranate. And that was another thing. Because like George is writing something, which is like an awesome classical song. And John's just like, you got it, bro. You got it. Like they knew like, yeah. you're on to something here, dude. Just just keep going. Keep going. And which is, yeah, it's really cool to watch. Yeah. And, and, it's, and seeing them and they're all, they're doing it. They're producing it. They're orchestrating it. Yeah. They're managing their own band, which is the reason that they're broken up. And Paul Paul said it from the beginning. He's like, we need to, he, he was saying it and he knew it, but he didn't want to just, he, he wasn't putting his foot down like he needed to. He was just yeah. hinting at it. 
but they did start saying at the end of this, I'm, I'm at the point to where they did hint that they're looking at someone else to manage them. But I think the damage was already done. Yeah. I missed the part. And I don't, I don't know if you could remember it and remember not, you could carefully do it, but um, cause I mean, I knew obviously that they broke up yeah. but when George walked out, I didn't see it coming at that at that time, but then all of a sudden George is back yeah. and then nobody seemed to address it. Is that how it went? Or they just they press it. I just spaced out for a second. They show no. They show the uh, the T. I, I listened to a Mark Maron interview with Peter Jackson. Yeah. So the, Peter yeah. Jackson goes, "We don't know why George walked out because everybody thinks it was." There's one point in the show where Paul gets a little hard on him about something. No, I know why he walked out. No, I got that part. No, well, I, know, I mean not not to not to shoot it down. I don't know, but I'm just saying the part that I, because that was cool, and I can see and George f-ed that up because George told Paul, he says. Because Paul told him, hey, put a little ditty over in this part. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't know how to do that. I'm not Eric Clapton. He's like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. He goes, I'm just not, you know, yeah. I could do rhythm, but I'm just not there yet. So Paul's like, okay, well, you know, trying to, okay. So, so then Paul the next time is like, okay, play this, this, this. And then he, he gets all quiet and yeah. then he, he quits the band right there. It's like, no, you told him to do that. You told him to tell you what to play, but I'm watching it and um, and they're only like they're 27, 28 in this mo- yeah. at the time of this movie. Yeah. And it's like it's just it's just dumb stuff they're fighting over, just like everybody else. You're thinking like, oh, what's the big reason? What what was it that happened? And Paul said it himself, like, wow, it's going to be so stupid later in life when we say, oh, why did the why did they break up? Oh, well, because you know she sat on the speaker and and annoyed yeah. this guy. It's like it's it's going to be such a stupid thing that does it, and and it, you know, I mean, there's more to it than that. The, those one little incidents but you can just see that no it's just like a couple of dumb dumb stupid things yeah that that did it peter said yeah you think it's over the argument but apparently he goes what i've heard and i can't speak for george because george is gone is george was having troubles at home so people right and he goes i asked ringo about it and ringo but these guys are remembering it wrong i think it was the argument with paul but it was like no because george is there for a good like three days after that argument with paul so it was just like he was having yeah, troubles was at home. Weird. He was having troubles at home, and he's like, "What am I doing here?" And he was just his head wasn't in the game. But yeah, but what Peter Jackson said was, and I'm not going to spoil any of the show for you. He goes, "Look, I wasn't going to try to embellish. I wasn't going to try to." He goes, "I'm just going to put you there." Make sense of it. I just want to put yeah. you in a time machine because me and Dad were watching it. My wife comes in and just comes home from work. She starts watching it, and she goes. Was this filmed yesterday? Because the whole magic that Peter Jackson did, because I just want to restore the film. I want to put you in a yeah. time machine. He goes, I didn't do, you know, I could have done interviews with Paul and Ringo, but it would have taken you out of the moment. He goes, I yeah. just wanted to put you I'm so there. You're sitting in the room with the Beatles watching history. Yeah, I don't want to hear someone, someone's opinion on it where they've yeah. had, they've looked at it so many times. It's like, no, I just want to see what it's like to be in a room. Where in a week, yeah, they pumped out so many crazy songs, and they pumped them out, and they orchestrated them, yeah. And you can see like one take to the next, and they did it. And I'm hearing a take, and I'm like, I bet that's the take that they, yeah, that they kept. And then and they didn't do it that time, but they did it for the next song. They put on there. This is the take that, yeah, that they do that. Hear. They tell you this is the one they used. This is the one. Yeah. So this I've, is I've here been, and there. yeah, I've been listening to them since, and I'm like, holy, <laughs> like it's almost like I was there. Like, yeah, <laughs> like they're playing it. And I'm like, I seen when he came up with it, and I seen right before he started that little, that little riff that George does. They were just talking about her. 
or yeah. something like that. Because you don't you don't play guitar much, but you play it enough to where once you're in, you you picked up an instrument a, a littlest bit. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like you just appreciate yes, yes, like the creativity that much more. Like for them to just come up and just jump from instrument to instrument. Yeah, you know. Just a strum on a guitar and like you like I found this bass rhythm. Do 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 I found the rhythm. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna start singing some words to it. And it's like, you know, it's not like they wrote something and decided how it was gonna sound. It's like they did it all at the same time it. and like you think it's such a big thing, so I've never even like made an attempt, you know, as a kid. I'm like, oh well, you know, it's just so hard to do. You can't just come up with this stuff. And it's like, no, you just get some chords with the riff. And then, like, you know, it's just English class. They teach you poetry, how to write, you know, so many syllables, whatever. Yeah. You just put some words to it. Um, and they did it. And it was just, like, one day to the next. And then it's on it's on film on, you know, day three or something. I think the story behind that footage is something like Peter Jackson just happened to be in the right room with the right people. And he said, hey, we got this footage. Would you be interested in doing something with it? And he's just a Beatles fan. And he goes, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a look. And he says, because apparently a lot of that footage was used for like this movie called Let It Be. And it just focused on the bad stuff or whatever it was. And he's like, yeah. well, I'm not going to make something about the Beatles that makes them look bad or just depressing. And he goes, he goes, no, he goes, I'm watching this. I'm like, this is a freaking amazing story. Like the ups yeah. and downs of it. And it has its conclusion, and they're like, wow. Like, it's a, and he even said, like, he goes, I was cutting it. I was cutting it. I said, I can't cut anymore. He goes, because if I cut anymore, it's going to be a crime to musical history. He said, and it's going to go into vault for another 50 years. He goes, I got to preserve yeah. this. It was like a labor of love for the dude. Yeah, they all chalked. So they must have chalked that footage up to the other movie. Like, oh, yeah, this is just the extra footage from this piece of junk that we made yeah showing how they broke up yes and it's like no this isn't how they broke up i mean you get to see why they broke up in here up and close yeah but no this is i mean uh what was it two weeks a lot of the songs were already made yeah um, and they're just they're just fine-tuning them but like and it's also it was songs that i love by them like across the universe yeah and i'm, I'm only finding some beatles songs recently yeah. Then and across the universe is one of those where I feel like I just found it like a like literally like months ago, and the song's you know fifty years old or whatever it is. That song is so cool. And then even on the radio the other day because I put Beatles on the um YouTube or Pandora or something, I I had them on there. I was looking for I, I played Get Back. I wanted to hear because I was thinking of the show. Yeah. So then I played another other Beatles songs and I ah, I was gonna write it down and tell you, and just some random song comes on that I knew. And I just didn't know it was a Beatles song. That's yeah, a lot me. of songs like that. Yeah, there's a lot of songs where like, because every song they do is so different from the last one, and all their chords are hard as shit too. Like they're very like in like um, like you would think like because it's such a popular band, you think it's like Tom Petty where it's just the same three chords. Yeah. You know, you know, real easy things to play, but you know, still great and still you know cool. But no, their stuff is like intricate and complicated, and you know, like. When you see Paul, I mean, really, you should call it, instead of the Beatles, it should be called Paul McCartney Get Back. Yeah. Because seeing <laughs> what a force yeah. that guy is. Yeah. You know, and I think John Lennon getting shot and the whole thing with him and the press and all that has taken away from how huge, how, what a freaking amazing talent Paul McCartney is. And he was the driving force of it. You know what I mean? I think, I think 
John was equal as far as songwriting. So there, there are songs that all of a sudden are like, these are John songs. Oh yeah. His song. Yeah. His songwriting and maybe his songwriting was better. Like imagine yeah. it's ridiculous, but uh, the orchestrating and the arranging and yeah. all that is coming from Paul. Like I could see Paul McCartney making a musical. But and I think Paul took control of the band, like trying to get them together and stuff like, Hey, Let's work serious here. Let's do this. But like, yeah, I think as far as musical thing, and he was just like Paul. He would pick up a guitar. He'd pick up a piano, whatever it was. He was playing bass. Paul was playing bass. They'd harmonize on each other's songs. George does a song in the second episode where the, the things that he contributed and stuff, like right after he quit, the point where he quit and he came back, um, the the songs that he's doing, the stuff he's doing. And then... um. You know, like little wrist things here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good, you know? So here's how I got to the Beatles. Like the same way you say you hear a song and you go, I didn't know it was a Beatles song. So yeah. me, and, me and the wife get into Guitar Hero. Like we got into Guitar Hero for a good, that was like our thing we would do together. And then we get like Guitar Hero Aerosmith and we're playing that. So I hear Guitar Hero or Rock Band Beatles is coming out. So I'm like, man, how's that game? So I just start looking at like clips on YouTube of it. I'm like, that's a Beatles yeah. song. This is a Beatles song, and and the cool thing yeah. about the it's it, it's kind of dated now, like the anim, the graphics on it, but it's like they show you who's singing. So I'm like, oh, George wrote this song, and then I go look up George Harrison. I discover My Sweet Lord, and things like that. It was the same thing. You come across him, and all of a sudden you start. Oh shit, that's him. Yeah, you start digging oh, deeper. Yeah, that's right. I always meet. You know, I'm watching the show, and I keep meaning to look up George Harrison songs. Yeah. Because when he died, I was like, I don't know. I don't know a George Harrison song. I don't know any of them, but yeah. I do. I just don't know. I just hear them. And I, you know, I just think another oldie song or Beatles song. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, My sweet Lord. No, now something. And here comes the sun. You know what I mean? Like his were far and few, but they were just always like oh, wow. solid. Like, him. yeah, that's him. And in uh, the concert for Bangladesh, cause dad was actually at that concert, but I got, I got the DVD for that. Uh, my wife got it for me because, like, for a Christmas present or something. I'm like, wow, Dad was at this concert. Like, he, uh, well, I told you, we found him in the audience. Yeah, you showed me. You showed me. Dad was, but he's playing something, and he's got Eric Clapton playing with him. Oh, nice. And he was talking about how much he, a fan he was. And that, that was cool. Because I'm thinking, I'm watching, I'm thinking, like, oh, I bet Eric Clapton is seeing this and, and being like, oh, wow, what a nice thing to hear George Harrison talking about how, talking about how good i am you know you got to watch uh the concert for george it was like a year after he died and all his friends come out and start playing his songs so eric clapton is playing paul mccartney's playing uh uh yeah the guy i like to uh john john mayer oh um, i heard eric clapton said he goes john mayer took the song and no one was really wanting to take it they didn't think they could do it justice and he's like john mayer just killed it oh here's one for you while my guitar gently weeps that's a George Harrison song. I'm looking song. at that, and I've been waiting for. If I was going to say the same thing, I didn't know yeah. that was him. And Prince does. Awesome. Prince does a guitar solo on it, and Prince goes absolutely nuts. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, I'll, you, I'll check it out though. You got to watch it. Watch Prince guitar solo while my guitar gently weeps. Some time has passed. Uh, special guest, we got Steve for the second segment. But How's it going? Bob, since uh, finishing it, how do you feel about the whole uh, the Beatles in general? I know you've been doing a lot of research behind the scenes. I'm going back and looking at old interviews and everything, and it, it's just been real interesting to me to see 
you know, there's such a good band and such great writers and for it to just end. And then for, you know, John to get murdered afterwards and there's no, so there's no chance of them getting put together. Yeah. It's just so sad. It's such a sad thing, you know, it's such a um, sad end to them. It's a shame, but it's a very interesting story. It's it's funny the wormholes you get down when you're like researching and learning about them because I learned about them like we talked before about Beatles rock band and stuff. So I get in this wormhole, I start exploring people, I get sucked into George, and it kind of went down like the traveling Wilburys road and like his catalog. So did did you guys talk about that your dad saw George? Yeah, uh, we did. We it, talked about that later. The um yeah. the the uh, the concert from Bangladesh. He was right. there. My wife got me that DVD as a gift. And where was that concert again? It was in New York somewhere. He just hopped in a van. And the thing is, at the time, the rumor was like, hey, the Beatles are getting back together. That's all my dad knew. And my dad just hopped in the van because it was like, I want to go to this concert. All my friends want to go. So my wife bought me the DVD because I was just into that George. And that concert Bangladesh is him playing My Sweet Lord live. Here comes the sun. Like all his whole catalog live. Eric Clapton is in a band with him, and I think... Oh, um, wow. I didn't know that. No, Bob, it's a cool DVD. you got to watch it. But Billy Preston's on keyboard. Eric Clapton's there. Um, a bunch of other guys, but it's like like star-studded event. I think even Bob Dylan popped in for a little bit. But it was like this concert from Ray. It was the one. tribute concert for George, right? No, 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 oh, no, 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 not no, the concert no, no. for George. This oh, was one that George was trying to raise money for Bangladesh because they were having some like hunger issues or something. And he got it was 1971. Yes. 1971 in New York at Madison Square Garden. So my dad's a teenager. Right. Showed it, it was obviously him. It was it, obviously yeah, it was blatantly yeah, by him. By the yeah. time it, it came, to, yeah, it came to me, and I was like, "Whoa, that's dad." Yeah, that's for sure, dad. And we that's showed good. aunts and uncles like, "Nope, that's your father." Like aunts that were older than him, younger than him, but it was like, "Nope, that's your dad." I'm like, "Well, all right, now I got this DVD of George Harrison, and my dad's in it." <laughs> so he's obviously up close, close to the stage. I mean, he was. It was like a, a it was a random like crowd shot. It was like right. He he's changing songs. I think it was before Bob Dylan came on. Jo- uh, George had finished his song, and then like it just it just pans on the crowd clapping. But the funny thing is, is like Steve was saying in the concert for George, it's funny because you get that it's almost like the same group of people, and they're all like forty years older, <laughs> and it's a whole different dynamic. Like all these guys and these time oh, yeah. periods and stuff. Yeah, because was- even um his relationship with Clapton, it was like. They'd be riding together, and they'd say to Clapton, like, hey, would you, would you ever want to be a Beatle? And he goes, oh, yeah, it's a little out of my league. But then George Harrison respect, respected Clapton, and he was like, oh, I'm, I, hey, I'm not Clapton. I can't. I think it was Clapton and George that had the relationship, right, in the Beatles, not Clapton, Paul, John. It was they Clapton were, and George. They were just, they respected it each other like a lot. seemed like Clapton and George. Yeah, it yeah. seemed like Clapton and George. Clapton and George, Clapton respected George for being a Beatle, and... George respected Clapton for just being a genius guitarist. I think George, out of the four, just appreciated musicians. Like, he appreciated music. He just appreciated, like, Clapton was good. Billy Preston's good. Let's bring in Billy Preston. And then even when George left at one point, they were talking. They were like, what do we do? Well, let's bring Clapton in. And that'll, that'll like, do it. I was watching, uh, just watching a YouTube thing with um, Eric Clapton talking about his guitar. It's just, you know, YouTube just pulls up, you know, kind of autoplays videos yeah and um and i thought it was just because of some guitar thing i was watching but he was talking about it and then the story of it turned out to be that 
George Harrison gave him this guitar, blah, 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 blah. Oh, really? You know, like it, it turned into a George Harrison story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, you know what else with the two of them? And I heard this story. Dad told us this story, but it was so long ago. And I didn't know George Harris, anything about George Harrison, really, until I watched the special that mm-hmm. I didn't put two and two together when I watched the special. Um, but that those are the two guys that they had the same wife. I don't I don't it know the, the whole story. story. But he, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know the story at all. Yeah, you tell me. I don't, okay, I, so I don't know it. But George, I believe he wrote something for I think this woman for has George's wife. Yeah, George wrote something for his wife. OK. Eric Clapton wrote Layla for George Harrison's wife. It's like, oh God, your old man, yeah, Layla got me out. It was he was like professing his love to her. And um, the third song is um, hang on, there was one George. uh, The final Eric Clapton song is like a, the way you look tonight, or she puts on her makeup. Oh, you look beautiful tonight. Though, yeah. I heard Eric Clapton tell that story. He he was talking about he was waiting for his wife to get ready for work. I said, "Darling, you look wonderful tonight." It's all so those three hit songs are all about the same woman. And something happened where George Harrison basically Patty Boyd was that his name is his. I wife? think so. That wife. sounds familiar. But basically, Eric Clapton. I don't know if he stole George's wife or the marriage was ending anyway. That's another story. Like we talked before about. Um, Peter Jackson said, yeah, George walked out because he was having troubles at home. Oh, and that he was referring to that. Now we're thinking Patty Boyd. There was something going wrong. And even Patty Boyd ran into George and was like, hey, sorry how things went down. And George was like, hey, I was a big old back then. I, my fault, too. Whatever it was, this whole thing went down. And Eric Clapton and George Harrison were just cool the whole time weirdest dynamic like the weirdest thing like ever like like you yes. saw george harrison led the concert for george george harrison um, uh, i'm sorry eric clapton eric ran clapton. the concert and even told um uh donnie harrison because donnie was like well can i just sit in the audience and come up and play one song or two and, and eric clapton said no you're either playing or you're not playing there is no you come up for a song it's like you're doing it so that's why donnie harrison's just up there the whole time just strumming his guitar it looks just like him. I would love a DVD of the concert for George because that is like Billy Preston swinging "My My Sweet Lord." Like that one's uh, Paul McCartney playing the ukulele, saying uh, uh, something. It's like all that. That thing is like that thing is beautiful. Mm, I need to watch that again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The concert for George is is where it's at. Well, let me ask, let me ask a question real quick, Steve, because um, I know Joe's history with it, but did you know a lot about them before you watched this? Yeah, I mean, over the years, I mean, I, I guess I'm. I mean, like anybody, I've been a big fan. I used to, uh, my parents used to have a, they had Abbey Road. I I always remember that they had that at the house. So I used to put it on, you know, listen to it. Um, Yeah, I mean, mean, I've been into them quite a long time. And I went off them. But like, not just, not just the music, but even like, um, like these, these, the the breakup and the things like that or or any like um yeah, y- i know there's yeah. all books written about the breakups and stuff there i is, never there is um yeah i kind of it's just it's, it's like almost been part of you growing up you know i mean i've grown up yeah. with them you know even though they they disbanded you know before but because your parents like you know like your dad you know he's always playing music and um you know you pick up on their influences my parents always had beatles i've got a couple of very i've got a hard day's night original 45 um oh, wow. single i've got a couple of what else have i got um i think oh God, i think it's on the decca label i think 
Um, so I've got a couple of original single you know, uh, records that my parents have like handed down to me, and I've still got them. They're in the house now. Um, yeah, yeah something I, you could play them on. <laughs> Don't even make them anymore. No, no. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like collectors. Yeah, yeah my, my kids have got no clue. Well, what are these like black shiny things that you keep? Uh, don't touch them, Liam. Um, oh yeah, they don't even um DVDs. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh no, they um, don't. Like yeah. there's no tapes or DVDs, nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I think they've been a big part of my life, really, growing up and my uh, everything. Yeah. But I, but yeah, I say I did to them a lot. Yeah, I knew, I knew their hits from the radio, but for whatever reason, you know, Billy right. Joel and um, U two, and I remember, but for whatever reason, Be- there wasn't a lot of Be- there wasn't any Beatles albums in the house. Billy Joel, don't even get me started on Billy Joel. I am not a Billy. I'm not a Billy Joel fan. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but no, yeah, the Beatles, um, yeah, they've been such a part of my life growing up with them, um, and I listen to them by choice, you know, and uh, as well now, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm very selective on the Beatles songs I listen to. Like I say, I went off them for a while. I was just Beatle. I was Beatled out. You know, like sometimes you just get. I get those phases too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like that with um. There's certain bands where, and I loved them then. Right. Um, but I can't. Dave Matthews. I love Dave Matthews. I went uh-huh. to see him twice live, and we even like drove to like Georgia to see him from Florida one time. Right. And we were obsessed with him. Um, in his heyday, and I yeah. can't listen to him at all now. Just because I listen to him so much, I'm just I'm just sick of him. Yeah, and you no. know it's, it's a shame because he didn't deserve that, but I just played it too much. Yeah, and I completely get it. And you just want to say, Dave, just finish the f-ing song, will you? <laughs> oh my god, oh, yeah. it's been going it's twelve <laughs> minutes already. Just, <laughs> just, just finish. It's like um, you remember Fish? Have you, you, yes. heard, of, you heard of the yes. band Fish? It's kind of like kind yeah. of like the Grateful Dead. You know, they're a session band and. I was like, oh, shit, just finish the song, dude. It's like yeah. 18 minutes. I want to go for a piss. Um, but yeah. So here comes the saxophone <laughs> solo again. Like, oh, my God, exactly, Dave. Exactly, <laughs> no. But uh, yeah. But now yeah. the Beatles, what they have versus others is they have such a range. Because yes. um, I, every time, I, if I look up Beatles or put on a Beatles station, which I wasn't doing a lot, but now I've been doing because I watched the show. And, and I keep texting Joe. I'm like, Joe, did you know this song was the Beatles? I, I knew the song. I didn't even know it was a Beatles song because you got three different vo- you got three different vocalists singing them. So it always sounds different. In the 80s, I used to listen to a band. Uh, I was into like punk music. There was a band called Susie and the Banshees. You probably never heard of them, but they did the song called. Heard De- of them, but I I don't know them. Yeah, they did the song called Dear Prudence, and I heard that song and I thought this is the best song I've ever heard, and I didn't even know it was a Beatles cover till like twenty years later, you know. So oh, wow. and I was like, oh, shit, the Beatles did Dear Prudence. There was I didn't yeah. even know that. Um, so yeah, they. I mean, I mean, I don't think there'll be anybody really that will will get to the heights of the Beatles, I don't think. Not in my lifetime. I'll, I'll tell you one that, that one that got me was um because I'm I follow uh John Lennon on Facebook. So it's like, oh here's Oh is he still posting? No, so no yeah, somebody not, not is, said, <laughs> is that, but somebody posted goes, oh here's the um uh the remastered version of um Instant Karma. Well, we all shine on. I remember being oh, yeah. a kid. That's, that's one of the ones I learned after his show. Yeah. I never heard I it. remember Sorry, he, I as remember a kid seeing there was a commercial that used that. I can't remember what the commercial was for, but I remember that was like a pop song in my head. I would hear it on the radio. Had no idea that was John Lennon. As far as John Lennon's solo stuff, I thought it was um, basically Imagine. That was the only song I knew of John Lennon that was like, or Give Peace a Chance. That was the only, and I, now I know John Lennon's Beatles songs when I first dipped into Beatles. 
Norwegian wood. What's the other one? Um, um, oh, you've got to hide your love away. You've got to hide your love away. Those two were like John and the sweet spot. Going back to the movie, um, it, it was interesting how they, the dynamic together, you know, you could see that they were all having their own separate lives, couldn't mm-hmm. you? You know, and, the, and they were, it was a job. It was going into the studio. Because like, uh, what I found really um, pretty um, eye-opening about that was, you know, Paul's there with... Uh, with his stepdaughter, yeah, you know uh, Heather McCartney, yeah, yep, um, that he inherited, um, you know, from Linda. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, and she's just in there in the studio. I mean, what a memory for her! I mean, imagine being in the studio. Well, I wonder if she remembers she, it. Yeah, yeah, she's got to be what four or five in that video. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she, she, she's just she bouncing on Paul's knee, and you know, like John Lennon's just like you know, whispering <laughs> her in her ear, and Ringo's goofing off with her. It's like, oh my gosh, what a what a, what a childhood. Um, yeah. But the fact that they, yep. um, I mean, obviously they bought material to that, to all these sessions, didn't they? They'd already like been working on stuff and this was like kind of finalizing. Yeah. But, I mean, but, but yeah, the movie yeah. was to finalize. A lot of it was like, a lot of time was put into it. Yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff was this, the stuff, they, the backlog that they had. Yeah, but the yeah. movie was really about doing the show on the roof, wasn't it? I didn't think there was much of a story in it, to be honest. I thought it, I thought it was more... The story had its ups and downs. There's a happy ending. You think there's a happy ending? You think that was a happy I, no, ending? No, I think it's... I think the it's concert the, is the happy it's the ending. Roof, it's the rooftop concert. Because they are stressed. There's things happening with them. And um, I George... Didn't th- I didn't see a happy ending in that movie. No, there was. No, it, it was is. Like, it is. No, it is. It, it, no, it's not just the, the rooftop concert. They had a target of hitting X many songs and, and, doing a, and, and turning into something. And they did it in like 10 days. George and John had a conversation. When a Paul wasn't there, we're like, yeah, you know what? I would like to, I'd like to do my own thing. I'd like to make my George album. Uh, that that was in the movie. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. I yeah. like, I like to come back and do the Beatles thing, but explore myself. And Paul watched it, and he goes, "I wish, because yes, and you've said it, Steve. Like Paul, Paul kind of grabbed the wheel when their manager died, but it was like." Paul was like, I wish I would have known they had this conversation. Paul saw uh, it for the first oh, that's time. Devastating. Was, if I would have known, know if if I would have known they felt this way, because I would have said, okay, let's work some stuff out. Let's oh, that's let's let's like that's George make your album, John make your album. We'll come back and do our Beatles album, but let's explore ourselves individually. Well, I, th- I think Paul was probably ready to go in his own direction. I mean, from what he did afterwards. Uh, no, I think Paul was it, trying to be the no, ringleader. No, I don't think he was. No. I think I he th- was trying to save them, and I think that they needed a manager yeah. and someone who would have heard all these things because it was like that's what was so sad about it was that was one of several things where you're like – and I think that the, that the happy story for this really is – and now I didn't see the documentary Let yeah. It Be, but just listening to the Peter Jackson interview where he discussed it and from what me and Joe looked into it afterwards – it seemed like about a lot of this was, all right, this session was used in Let It Be to show in Let the It negativity. Be the documentary. What they used it to and they put us to show like, all right, here's why they broke up and they pulled all this negative stuff out. To the extent that it seemed like the band members even remembered things differently because of how yes, yes. it was edited. And then they're like, No, here's what really happened. If you take all this footage and you don't just grab a little fight. That just like a couple has fights, you know, this yeah. little dinky fight. It's like, no, it was, this was, yeah, it was a minute argument. And yeah, yeah George 
walked off, but he came back the next day and they had a great day the next day yeah. and they didn't mention it. And they all forgot that this happened. And I was like, yeah. that's how I looked at it. It was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, and I was thinking the same thing. I was going to ask you, I don't, th- I don't know if we talked about it before or not. I was like, I wonder if Paul, you know, if, what they're thinking now that they've seen this. And I bet he's, he's smacking himself in the head like, oh, my God, this could have all been avoided. Actually, remember we were talking the other day and I was um, dissing Ringo and you stuck up for him. Like, but it's funny. I never thought much of Ringo until I watched him with the band. He was like a glue. He's jamming with the with the band, and he's yeah. a glue. It's like, hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna just hold the team together. Like, I'm just gonna. And I just see him as a guy that just hits the drums. He doesn't really. Was, I, I seen a lot of things where they're complimenting him, and the compliments that they're giving of him, it's like, yeah, I didn't think of it. Like, well, that's what a drummer should be doing. That's what but a professional look, drummer a George does. Harrison, yeah, it's what they do, and also like they don't know anything else besides. Having him the for beat. a drummer, he got on with yeah, everybody. Personality, and they didn't have they his, didn't have to tell him to do anything. Exactly, his his personality like. got him through fame yes. and fortune, in my opinion. Not his not his talent. Yeah, well, the, the short answer to what George said, he was like, George was actually talking about himself on guitar, and he was like, yeah, he goes, I could see where I could be really good. I just haven't been able to put the time into just really taking my guitar playing to the next level. And he says, Ringo's the same way as a drummer is he's good at it. He's yeah. like me. He doesn't practice. He was probably, you know, and now I think bit, he didn't yeah. say this, but you got to think they've been in the band since they're teenagers. So they're not, they're just went straight to playing. They skipped right. all the right getting improving. And, and you know what? Says, and we're all guilty of that in our own professions. You know, we could all strive to be a little bit better in our jobs, you know, and then try yeah, for sure. and read that little bit more, go that extra chapter. So, anyway, that's how I feel. The, the movie didn't seem to shine on John as much as I was hoping. Because um, Paul seemed yeah, to Yeah, and I always think more. of John first when I think of the, with, of the Beatles. I think it's where John um, was at realize, that point. I think it's just where John well, yeah, was, was, he was He was out. He had a foot out the door. It was the, yes, whole, it, it was the whole Yoko thing, you know? Yeah. And, you know, yes. I mean, we've, we've all read about it, and it's like they were all pissed off that Yoko was like always there. But then I was like, I was watching that movie. He's like, well, hang on, I mean, Linda was like there too a lot in the movie. Yeah, and even in the movie, he's even in the movie, in the movie, Paul even says he goes, yeah, after we break up, they're gonna say it was Yoko's fault, but you know, she's not a bother at all. Paul himself says that, and yeah. then I see an interview with Paul. I'm guessing, but maybe ten years later, where he's kind of blaming Yoko saying the same thing he said that they were going to say. Right. He's yes. like, yeah, well, you know, we're trying to shoot this his album. Perspective, and, and perspective there. What changed. is she doing there? Yeah. Yeah. His perspective changed or yeah. media got in his head because, you know, yeah, but if I, tell, if I went, call Steve once a week and say Joe's an, an a-hole, yeah, you well, know, you, Steve's well, going to go, you know what? You do call me every week and tell me to Joe's an <laughs> a-hole. What are you talking about? <laughs> I bro? knew it. That was supposed <laughs> to be our secret. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. I didn't even have to call him and say it that much. Yeah. But he's like, I know, Bob. I know. We all know. Everybody knows. No, <laughs> but, but you know, you say, but you hear it over and over. If if you open the newspaper and it's Joe Joe's an a-hole every you see every day, then you you're, start, you start believing like, it. Hey, you know what? You start believing yeah. it. Yeah, and I feel like that's what happened. And I don't know if it was time, if it was media, or if it was that Let It Be special. That well, I I see, Bobby. I, I think you're right. I think it was media. I think it was media driven. The media had this hatred for Yoko because they thought she broke up the easy Beatles target by getting into yeah exactly by getting She's into the John's outsider. head. Target. You know, it wasn't Linda's An outsider. In, it wasn't Linda's getting yep. into Paul's head because remember, Linda went on to make music with Paul. You know, she became yeah. their uh, a big influence in Wings. She was a huge influence. Yeah. 
um, and, and pulls. But yeah, they could easily just they could easily if you're if you just from what we've seen, you could blame Linda as much. Yeah. For Yoko. Yeah, but the but the obviously well, not really, but yeah, but I, I, exactly. But the press, um, you know, you you know, the press drives people's minds, doesn't it? So um, yeah. Yeah, so so uh, the movie was a was a great eye opener for me for the dynamic of how, um, but I enjoyed it. It was good. Yep. I want to thank our guest Steve for being here. Bob, always a pleasure doing this with you, bro. And we'll see you guys next time. Good night, Joe. Later, guys. <laughs>